Let's listen to Will L. Thompson in the second stanza of his song, Softly and Tenderly, a song of invitation. Time is now fleeting. The moments are passing, passing from you and from me. Shadows are gathering. Dead beds are coming, coming for you and for me. So he says, come home, come home. Ye who are weary, come home. Honestly, tenderly, Jesus is calling, calling, O sinner, come home. What an invitation to us today. In Romans chapter 13, we are looking at verse 11 to 14. He said in verse number 12, the night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast out the walk of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantingness, not in strife and envy, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. We are looking at Paul telling the believers, clean up. And that's not only good for them, it is good for us who are believers also. I like how he admonished the Colossians believers. He wrote chapter 3, verse 8 to verse number 10. He says, But now he also put off all these. As soon as I think of this, I see myself going to the shower, and there's some things that I got to put off, some clothes I got to put off. He said, put off all these. You Christians, there's some things spiritually that you need to put off. Anger. Wow. Which one of us can honestly say that this thing doesn't come upon us sometimes? anger. Had you ever been angry? Matter of fact, some anger is good and some is not good. He said we must put off anger. <laughs> they say that's like a moment of insanity. Wrath. <laughs> that's the outburst of anger. Malice. That's mental murder. Blasphemy. Filthy communication out of your mouth. Are you guilty? Do we allow filthy things to come out of our mouth sometimes? Do we think and wish the dead of others? Do we think evil of others? Do we blaspheme his name? Well, you say, well, not me. Okay, let's look at verse 9. Lie not one to another. Have you lied? Is lying a, one of those besetting sins? He says, we are not to lie to one another. You say, but what's a lie? A lie is an intention to deceive. I've often said, you may not say a word, but you may still have lied. You know, if you know something and someone asks you about the thing and you don't want to answer and you shake up your shoulder saying, I don't know, even though you did not use the words, you give the impression that you don't know. You give the impression to deceive the person and believe in that you don't know. It's an intention to deceive. So he said, lie not. Don't deceive one another. Speak the truth. Why? He says, seeing that you have put out the old man with his deeds. Remember what the scripture says? If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. In other words, he's saying, before you trust Christ, you lied. But now that you have trusted the Lord Jesus Christ to be your Savior, don't continue doing that. I like what he said in verse 10. And have put on the new man. Verse 11, let me read it again, and then connect it with 10. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. 
Wow, this new man in Christ, that's who you are. Watch, from the moment that Jesus Christ saved you, from the moment that you invite him to come into your heart and into your life and save you, the Holy Spirit of God took up his abode in your life. And you are a new person in Christ. He says, put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge. In other words, the more you learn from the word of God about God and his word, about the Lord Jesus Christ, the more you change, the more you put on, the more we adjust, we adapt to the things of the word of God. He said, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created us. Day by day, you and I should become more and more like Christ. Clean up. Verse 12 of chapter 12 of Hebrews and verse 1, he says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Man, if you go back and you read Hebrews 11, you read all the heroes of the faith, these witnesses that testify about the things that actually happen. And he said, seeing that we have compass about with so great a cloud of witnesses, what we must do now. I like what he said. Let us lay aside every weight. You know, weight is something that keeps you back. Many of us, we are overweight. Well, let me speak for me. I am. You know how I would love to be the weight that I was before I got married. But that's not easy. It takes work, hard work. When you're not overweight, I mean, even the body feels better. He said, let us lay aside every weight. That's physical weight. Weight physically can be something that you can hold. If you're running and you got two 10-pound weights in your hand, you ain't going away with that. If you really want to go somewhere, you drop that. So he said, let us lay aside every weight. Weight here, speaking spiritually. Someone may say, he means sin. No, weight is not sin. May I tell you? Sometimes the person that you lime with is weight. Sometimes the places that you go is weight. Sometimes the job that you got is a weight. He said, lay aside the weight, which is not sin. And then he said, and the sin, which so easily beset us. So weight beset us, of course we know that, and the sin beset us. But he continues by saying, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Oh, we are in this race. We are not competing against each other. We are here to complement each other. And as we run this race for the Lord, we can run this together and everybody can come for us. So we need not compete with one another. In James chapter 1 and verse 21, he said, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Receive the word of God. Oh, because it is the word of God that is able to save your soul. First Peter chapter 2, verse 1. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speaking, lay those things aside. Evil speaking. 
speaking evil one of another. Oh, thinking evil one of another. All hypocrisies, you know, if it's not genuine, lay it aside. First Peter 4, 1 to 3. For as much then as Christ had suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that had suffered in the flesh had ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. And then finally, for the time past of our life may suffice us to have robbed the will of the Gentiles when we walk in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, reveling, banqueting, and abominable idolatries. What these verses saying, these verses speaking to the believers, clean up. Now that you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, let's clean up ourselves and be righteous. Live a righteous, holy life. Our Father, thank you, Lord, that you have shown us what we need to do. And God, thank you that you are there to help us to get it done. We love you, we praise you, we glorify you. Bless some heart with these devotions and help them to bless some other person by sharing. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Brethren, God bless you. Do have a great day in the Lord.